Welcome to the Apprenticeship Diaries, where raw meets refined. Let's be real, we're still working on refined. <laughs> what it took, what it takes, and the stories that are made. Join us as we learn from professionals about how their stories begin. I'm going to say some people are just very, very prone to being good yeah. with grammar and language and others right. are just really good with numbers. Yeah. Cause I don't have any of them that do both well. Huh. Like they're either really, really good at one thing and get by on the other thing, or they're really, really good at the other thing and get by on the next thing. But I don't have one that's a mathematician and a grammatical expert at the same right. time. Well, it's funny. Fuck that you math. Well, it's funny that you <laughs> said that because I don't um, curse but often, but I agree. it's funny that you said that because um my my friend that i just uh interviewed uh she's with uh unmask the kids and she uh she was talking about how she got accepted into school but it partially it was you know for for a foreign exchange kind of acceptance thing but also because her math scores were so high so like you said you know just because you don't speak the language has no bearing on whether or not you've been educated. And math is that kind of universal language in a lot of senses once you've learned it. So if your math scores can, can be excelling, it can totally make up for the fact that you might not speak the language at all. You know what I find fascinating now that I'm retaking an algebra class again? Uh Uh-huh. I took like the entrance exams again, right? Just for them to have an idea of where I was at or whatever. I still don't understand how I pass those exams. <laughs> I don't even know how I get the answers. Like I'll get the answers and it'll be right. And I'm still in my head going, how the heck did I figure that one out? Yeah. I have no idea how I did it. And then when I try to follow the formulas, it's like a nightmare. <laughs> so who knows? It's weird. It's like, I wonder if I'm autistic in some weird way. And I just I know, know math in my head in a functional way. That's not like formula based. Maybe, maybe. Mm-hmm. But it has prompted my questions in my head, though, I will say. Maybe just everything wants you to have all of these things so that you can just keep growing because it needs to happen. <laughs> that's that's kind of how I see it. I did a I did an exam on uh, on LinkedIn for Photoshop. Oh. <laughs> and dude, I don't know how I passed that, Lynette. Like I completely guessed and I got like. I'm I was laughing like, because I failed their word exam. Oh yeah, dude, I, I freaking passed their Photoshop one. And I was like, I literally wanted to screenshot every single question they had because I, I did not know what, what they were talking about. I guessed the entire thing and I passed. I have no idea how I passed. Damn. Like, and then don't they say there's a science to that, that if you use like B's and C's on your answers all the time and minimal A's, you'll pass. I, d- I didn't even do that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> It's just like, um, if you edit blah, 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 and you crop this and you crop that, you, I'm just going to say you're going to end up with a square that's like squared. They were bringing up <laughs> some stuff that I was like, I didn't, I don't even know where to find this on Photoshop. I've been using Photoshop for me. like years. Yeah, exactly. Like I was like, thank God this is multiple choice because if I had to break down anything, I would be I wasn't like, even oh, on I that. No, <laughs> I was more to the tune of thank God that this is not public. 
because I don't know how I would explain to people how I'm a writer and I can't pass a word exam. Oh my God, that's hilarious, dude. Well, I mean, yeah, you can you can write and use really beautiful words that most people know and not necessarily have, you know pass a word exam. I've met many people like that that are very colorful with uh, the way that they can tell a tale, but it doesn't necessarily mean they're going to pass a word a word quiz. <laughs> very true. They, they can rap though. They can definitely rap some cool stuff. Um, all right. Well, I'm trying to think if there, is there, is there anything else that you want to share that we didn't talk about? I feel like we brought a lot of things to the light. I'm keeping you up very late and you have a lot to do. I'm sure. Oh, I never <laughs> sleep. Sleep is overrated. <laughs> sleep is overrated. I fall asleep. I fall asleep randomly. And then I wake up and say, like, well, I slept for like three hours. And then I wake up and it's like, I slept for two days. I'm like power ready to go. That's awesome. Well, um, as you said, um, breadsandthreads.shop is where you can usually find you and, and all of your wares, the magazine as well. Um, you're doing the workshop. Uh, that's, I have a link, uh, but I don't know if it'll be out in time for any of that. Do you want to, um, is it just right there? Like a, is there like a subsection on your website? Yep. Okay. If you go to our website, breadsandthreads.shop, and you click on, I believe it's called Start Your Business. Um, right it should be, it's a Google Doc embedded right into the page. So you just fill it out. Let me find it really quick to make sure it's for sure. Yeah, you sent me the direct link. Um, probably won't serve anybody by the time I, I do release yeah. this. Start Your Business Journey. So just click awesome. on the tab that says Start Your Business Journey. It'll take you right to the page and the Google Forms embedded right on the page. Awesome. Awesome. Now, will this, now, if they do miss this, um, this time around, um, I'm going to, I'm going to put out the feelers too. Um, uh, if you don't mind, uh, since oh, no. this will be delayed, um, if they miss this time around, there'll be more opportunities in the future. Correct. Cause it sounds like um, you're going to be doing this. Yeah. I'm feeling I'll probably post another workshop, a free workshop in January. Okay. Um, but you know, I got to survive the holidays first. Yes. All of us do. All of us do. And you have, you have a lot of birds that you're raising Christmas for is that coming. reason. <laughs> yes. I know, right? It's not like, I'm not ready for that. I love it. I haven't even made Christmas. my own Christmas. I've been Christmas singing Christmas songs in July. I love Christmas. I love Christmas decorating. Oh my God. That's like the oh, yes. best time for me when I put up really? my tree yep. and, and then we have ornaments and with everybody's names on them and all the pets. And Damn, like, that right. is my... That's my thing. Like I put up Aww. two Christmas trees, one for me and one for the kids to mess with. You can't touch mine. Uh-huh. And so <laughs> mine it. is sacred. Like I, love it. I put the nativity scene in front of it to make it holy. You can't touch I feel it. Like, no. You touch the nativity scene. You've already messed with God. Get away from the tree. Uh-huh. Um, so no, my tree is holy. So I, lo- I love Christmas time and decorating and baking. Like fall for me, once fall kicks in here in Michigan and I can light my fireplace and bake stuff it's it's on That's like it's awesome. full steam ahead until christmas Aww. um but it's you know it's such a come you know i'm, you I'm the mixed bakes? combination um no not really but i do love me an orange cranberry loaf Ooh, yeah. damn that sounds fun. i'm about to eat some pan doesn't time, it man. <laughs> yes that sounds google real yourself good. up a recipe of orange cranberry bread Ooh. and then you add a little bit of spice like clove to it oh, it's so good 
Oh my so god. Yummy. That so yeah, so try that one. That's one of my favorites. And it makes okay. your house smell so awesome. Oh, I'll bet. Oh, I'll bet. Uh, the smell that just sounds... lingers all over the place. Uh, and gingerbread donuts. I love making gingerbread donuts. Right on. Gingerbread donuts. I've never made a donut. They're pretty easy should to I, make. I should try it. That'd be cool. Maybe yeah, so fry. Christmas is for sure. Oh, I don't fry donuts. I old school bake them. You bake them? Okay, cool. Yeah. That would be better with baking. All right, cool. I like I'd that. I'd rather be a fat boy and fry it. Listen to him. <laughs> he probably fries his turkey too. He oh, does. He totally fries. He yeah, does. Yes. You're right. He does. You're goddamn right. We come One from the burner and the crab pot. We come from the all day basting crowd where they're beautifully moist because all day ba- basting all for day. a dry Doesn't everybody bird. do that though? Oh, I know. I, not down not, south. Not him. They like we season, we season our turkey like Monday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it just sits in the refrigerator seasoned until Thursday morning. Yeah. It always comes out so dry if you bake it, man. Frying no. it, it's just not if no, you not if you no, bake it. That's where the it. butter. That's where the butter comes in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like mm. you, if you, you season it, it and plus you also gotta dry rub it and mm-hmm. add minced garlic to that dry rub. Mm-hmm. That minced garlic loosens up all that meat and then when you bake it you bake it covered mm-hmm. for the most part you only take the cover off the very end. it yep that's the it very end. you add two sticks of butter on <laughs> top mm-hmm. slice up the butter and stick it under the skin man yep. you have the nicest bird and then when it yep. comes out it looks great too dude yep. my doesn't look as good my no, brother exactly. makes a jack daniels glazed ham god damn that shit is man, so that sounds good, good. It's a, it, it sounds good. Fucking it delicious. sounds really good. It is like good. out of the <laughs> really good. Jack Daniels glaze. My God. Oh man, man, I might have to Google that. Yeah. <laughs> I seen I seen a recipe recently for Jack Daniels glazed ribs, and man, they were. I mean, the picture alone made you want to go out and buy some ribs and put them in the oven. Like just mm-hmm. looking at the picture was like wow, but I didn't try it. I I didn't get to it so. I'm going to have to try the ham now. Now I'm going to have to try the ham and the ribs on the same day. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. Yes. I'll so, let you know how that turns out if I don't end up drunk by the, pro- in the end of the process. <laughs> seriously. Seriously. It'll be fine. I'm sure you'll, you're, you're savvy enough that you can make it work regardless. <laughs> <laughs> Either that or everybody will be so drunk they won't notice. <laughs> they won't care. They won't care. And it's going to be amazing. That sounds banging, babe. Dude, it I'm does, doesn't starving. it? Uh-huh. I think we're both going to eat the same thing this week. <laughs> oh yeah, man, this is going to be so good. Well, we had per- pork loin for uh, for dinner, so wrapped that's just bacon. Yeah, funny. We had pork loin yesterday. Really? Was it wrapped yeah. in bacon? Nope. I sliced <laughs> it, and we made like pork loin sandwiches, like legit. Oh, damn, that, that sounds, sounds great. really good. Really, really good. Yeah, I Sorry, bought plant based people, but we love mm. love our meat. <laughs> Yeah, no, I sliced, I sliced it and then I cooked them in a pan with minced garlic and all the seasonings. And then I got provolone cheese and baguettes. We sliced them open, added provolone cheese and lettuce and tomatoes and mayonnaise and some extra pepper, just in case we forgot some extra pepper. You ever had fucking uh, uh, pickles and moonshine? I never had moonshine. Oh. oh man, you're missing out on two things now. <laughs> <laughs> Am I though? <laughs> Dude, dill pickles? Because uh, I, I, who the hell makes it? Is it? Um, damn, it's one of the big moonshine makers now. 
but they've got dill pickles in clear shine and the pickles are so delicious. Yeah. Like the best pickle I've ever eaten in my life. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, if if moonshine is anything like pitorro, which is like the Puerto Rican form of moonshine. Yeah. Wow. You can light them pickles on fire. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'll yeah. As a matter of fact, a buddy of mine, he gets uh, like the real homemade shine and it burns with a blue flame. Wow. Yeah. So crazy. But it's pitorro. So pitorro is like a form of moonshine. Yeah. Um that's Straight made only up. in Puerto Rico. Um and now they make kenepa, <clears throat> they make mango pitorro, they make almond pitorro. Oh, wow. There's all these different flavors that they make it now. Hey, isn't that the one where they bury like the bottle and only have like the neck sticking out? Hell yeah, dude. I've heard about that stuff. Oh, that's like real good shit. Oh, that's awesome. Like literally you could probably set somebody's house on fire with it. <laughs> yeah, and that it's like curious. it's really sweet. I heard like it'll it'll fuck you up because you're not realizing how potent it is because of how sweet it tastes. Where'd you hear about it? I think I saw it on like the travel channel, like one of those shows. Oh, okay. They Probably, went to Puerto yeah. Rico and like, you know, they were partying with his family and it was a special occasion. They got this shit out and the fucking host like drank a glass and like a couple minutes later he was like whoa <laughs> <laughs> yeah all of them seem to have like a delayed effect for me like I, I i gotta have like a hit and then be like okay we're gonna see how that how that works for me for a minute and then yeah, it all hits and i'm like whoa okay. i've never been a drinker but i think it's because i grew up with an alcoholic so it never mm-hmm. really attracted my attention yeah so i've never been a, a heavy drinker but i am um curious about something somebody sent me yesterday somebody sent me a apparently famous new drink called the ramos gin fix oh and i was like that's a thing wow she's like it's legit a thing and i was like wow supposedly the hardest cocktail to make behind a bar oh really and i thought that's it had awesome. to be complicated didn't it of course of it's course. difficult like any other ramos and it's there's gin <laughs> in and i would imagine um but that's amazing i uh i, I can't mm. say that i've ever tried that i i'm not a big drinker either i'm an experiencer like i like flavor palette like me- melding um that's that's all i i same my dad's an alcoholic as well uh so i i was just always like yeah i don't drink mm-hmm. but when i do i will down a whole mason jar of moonshine yeah he doesn't yeah, he drink, does. but when he does, he does it well. He does. He does it. <laughs> and it's he ridiculous because it. I can drink a hell of a lot, man. And as long as I don't get into a moving vehicle, I can keep on drinking. He really you are I get Italian, into a, aren't you? Huh? You are Italian, aren't you? He's yeah. Italian. But I get into a moving vehicle when I'm drunk, dude, and it's game it's over. Like, I'm puking the whole way down the fucking road. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's it. That's I that. remember the lady next door. Um, she's a wonderful person. She recently passed, but she broke her arm one year and she drank every day. And so I asked her, I said, were you drunk? She said, if I had been drunk, I would have broke my arm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm all relaxed and loose she's, on the fall. She's like, she's like, drunk people never have accidents. <laughs> she's like, we're just really, nib-. what she said, she said nimble or something like that. She said, and oh we're flexible. She's like, it's only when you're not drunk that you actually think about the fall and then you break stuff because you're trying to avoid it. And that's true. Hmm, interesting logic. Yep. That's why I always tell people whenever they're approaching something, I was like, just think about being in a car accident. If you tense up, you're going to get hurt. If you just like let Jesus like, take the don't wheel. Don't clench your butt cheeks. <laughs> You'll probably be fine. That's right. If you're in Michigan and you're about to get in a car accident and you're drinking, you just ask the person next to you, here, hold my beer. Here, Marvin. <laughs> oh my 
God. <laughs> and he says what they say about Michiganders in the snow. I, be- I believe driving. it. I believe that. So Lynette, did you want to um, share any book of your book with us? Maybe to close? You know? Sure. I'll um, read the, the little introduction called Who Am I? And it'll kind of give people an idea of who my quirky self is. I love I'm it. Not your average normal person. Can my dog see out of this picture? Yeah. Okay. Carly, no. Sorry, <laughs> she's trying to climb into my lap. She's like, please. <laughs> Aww. Okay, so the beginning of my book has an introduction, and then the first chapter is called Who Am I? Um, but I want to make sure this is the one that I wanted to share. There's one particular that I wanted to share, and I think it's... Okay, yeah. No, I'll share the introduction instead. Um, so this is the introduction from Ramblings of a Chicken Lady. Growing up and as the years stretched on, I never imagined myself writing a book. I had daydreams of being a doctor, a nurse, a comedian, and even a public speaker. The public speaker thing didn't surprise me because I talk out of my ears sometimes, even though I did fail public speaking class in school twice. People seem to think I'm funny, and I've often been asked why I don't do stand-up comedy. Nursing and doctoring weren't far from me, from being me, since I have this weird need to care for people even if they don't want me to. So you can imagine my confusion when the ideas of writing a book came up. It's just strange. Never have been able to really explain that one, but I'm sure it's all been part of God's plan. Nope. No idea what the plan is. Not a hint. Just sure there is one, because if I didn't believe that, I'd be medicated by now instead of being the chicken lady. I wasn't always the chicken lady. I used to work like regular people. I've had all kinds of jobs and quite enjoyed some of them. But I must say that working in the public sector was never really my thing. I can't say that I ever felt comfortable or fulfilled in those positions. The job I enjoyed the most was creating things with yarn, spending days at the local farmer's market. I made amazing friends there that have been true and rich blessings to me. I couldn't understand at the time why I was sitting in a farmer's market crocheting and meeting all these people whom I normally would probably not have approached. But like I said, God had a plan and all those people are now staples in my life here on this mini farm. Three years ago, God blessed us with the joy of owning a mini farm. My chicken lady journey began here. The day I walked through that farmhouse door, I knew something was about to change in a drastic and dramatic way. I felt it deep in my bones. The passion and drive that had taken over my heart that moment. The moment I had seen this farmhouse was overwhelming and inexplicable. The house was a hot mess, as we say, where I come from. But I couldn't see that. I could only see this picturesque grand farmhouse that sat a bit off the road and land, so much land. All that land that I never imagined owning. I had visions of everything my farmhouse would be. All the things I would grow and the possibilities it would provide for my children and even my future grandchildren. I even envisioned my parents' old age here. It's been an amazing, an amazing journey so far that I'm sure is far from over. Since moving into the farmhouse, I see God everywhere. He's in everything and every animal. Sits with me while I work, plant, tend to the animals, and every person that arrives here on the mini farm. I know that to some this is weird, but hey, I'm the crazy chicken lady, so why not write about my adventures here on the mini farm and how I see God in everything? This book will be a small collection of stories from the mini farm and adventures I have with Moños and Chicolata, my pet chickens. Some will include scriptures I feel it pertain to my particular situation at the time. Some will have a prayer and some will just be funny things that happen and some will be scary and painful moments, but all will be a part of my journey since I've moved into the mini farm. This will not be your normal everyday book that will keep you on the edge of your seat reading, nor is it a love story or a book of sonnets or poems. This book is just pages, pages of my daily writings where I expressed my feelings, fears, and opinions of my day 
While I helped my husband through his cancer journey, pushed through my own mental instabilities, struggled through my walk, raised my children, ran a mini farm, and still tried to keep a family together without falling off my Christian wagon. Reading this book will be almost like your first ride on the roller coaster. You'll start up a hill slowly, kind of just getting glimpses of the life here and there, hearing the clicking sound while you're wondering what it's going to look like from the top, and then it'll happen. You'll get to the top, and the journey begins with the drop. That moment where the diagnosis is official or an overnight freeze killed all the chickens. And then it's up and down from there. Twists and turns, good days and bad days, fears and successes, failures, and just flat out falling off the Christian wagon and straight on my face. That's my life. You'll also find a few shenanigans and fun times, maybe even some profound deep situations, but this will definitely not be your typical story. It's a story, the story of God's grace and favor on me as I struggle daily with the ramblings of my mind. So maybe it is a love story, the story of God's love for me. I hope you find enjoyment and inspiration for your life as you read the words that fill these pages. May God give you vision and enlightenment while you have a good chuckle at my expense or share a tear for my pain. My life has always been an open book. Guess it was time to make it officially public. Enjoy. Aw, that's awesome. I feel special. Rico applauded. I did too. That's awesome. Yes, Rico. Anyway. He loves being read to. He was like, I'm going to have trouble um, not not like being lulled to sleep because he finds your your voice very relaxing. Um, oh. So yeah, you a lot just of people tell me that. Which is, <laughs> I've never heard myself like my actual voice. I mean, I have on, on TV interviews or whatever, but I guess I'm so used to hearing my the aggressiveness of my Latino-ness in my voice. I don't know. I don't find this soothing at all, but so many people have told me that. Yeah. So it's yeah. interesting. Yeah, make your own podcast where you just fucking read bedtime stories. I'm telling you, you would certainly <laughs> make it killing in the coop. <laughs> I'm telling you, uh, that's beautiful, and and I I think that this has been an amazing uh, interview because, um, I don't know, I've I've been turned up like everything feels turned up in me since I've met you, Lynette, and I wanted to share you with everybody and, um. If they get your book, now they can at least hear you in their head when they're reading. And that was something that we had talked about because, uh, you know, it you have to like hire a whole other person to read your book for you to sell it in an audible yeah. kind of thing, which is ridiculous. That wasn't a thing. I, I, I was know. offered an audio book. And when I asked, oh, cool, do I get to record it? And they said, no, we send you actors, um, actresses, and then you pick one of them. And I said, is one of them going to be Rosie O'Donnell? I mean, right. Rosie Perez, because if she's not Rosie Perez, she can't talk like me. She's not gonna have my accent. She's not gonna have that twang from New York. Right. And and the guy just kind of sat frozen on the phone and he said, Most people don't read their own books. Is that I bet you if somebody famous with some big money wanted to read their book, you'd let them. Right. And so I decided not to do an audiobook. I was actually offered from audiobooks offered me um to do my book and Audible offered me to do my book in right. spoken version, but None of them could come up with an actress who sounded like me. Yeah. Well, and that was important to me. Hey, better yet. W- totally wouldn't sound like you, but this would like just take it to a whole nother level. Have your book read by Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yes. No. No. You know no, who, no. who could read my book and literally pull it off because she's quirky like me? Huh. Ellen. Ellen. Okay. Ellen. Who? Okay. Ellen. No, but Ellen. Ellen. Who did Dory from from uh, uh, Finding Nemo? Ellen. Ellen DeGeneres. 
Oh. <laughs> you should totally read my book and pull it off because she's proclaiming. As a matter of fact, funny side note, when the goats had an Instagram, I, we took them to PetSmart and bought them these really cool little bandanas. And we didn't know they were made by the Ellen brand. And we uh-huh. took a picture. Of them. We posted it to Instagram. And we were like, the boys are styling and their little garb from PetSmart, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And she commented on it. And then she reposted it to hers. And she said, look at these stylish goats wearing Ellen wear. Oh my God, that's hilarious. That's awesome. So monkey and moo. Oh, there me. you go. <laughs> oh, dude, I have wow. an even better option to read your book. Find an old lady that chain smokes cigarettes. Is she self-soothing? Because if I'm supposed to self-soothing. <laughs> no, oh my God. I'm just saying like, just have a multiple different people and just have multiple options. <laughs> you can have like the soft lulling voice. You know? Or you can like you, know. you might be onto something there. <laughs> yeah, and you can pick the option that you want. Yeah, and your Latina reads your book. Yeah. Your book. You know, it, it's not a long read. It'd be really cool if, like, you know, maybe you outsourced it and have people send you like different kinds of uh, readings of it, and that way you could offer something like that. That would be kind of. It would cool. be kind of cool. Yeah, would be kind of cool. That's uh, not a and extra, extra, extra side note. So now I think I'm like on side note number seven. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, we have figured out a new way to continue the magazine. So the magazine has its one year anniversary coming up now in November. And we were really, really at a crossroads. Well, we're still at crossroads if this idea doesn't work. Right. And whether we're going to do that final edition and then just be done with it, which I don't want to do because the magazine is how I give back. Right. Um, that's where we provide free advertising advertisement for small business who can't afford to pay for advertising. That's where we feature, you know, women in business, people with unique things that they can't afford to pay somebody else right. to advertise them. Um, because it's something nobody ever did for me. Right. No one ever offered me anything for free. I had to fight and scratch and pay for whatever I had. Um, right. as far as it, when it comes to advertising and those types of things. Um, so the only way normally average uh, magazines make money is they sell ads right. for ridiculous amounts of money right. we don't want to do that we don't want to be that magazine <laughs> i'm watching it gets behind you <laughs> i know and he's so sweet <laughs> he's so distracting <laughs> i know it makes, it makes you want to reach out and pet him i know he's uh, such a little man <laughs> look, look, he's like, look at me look at me he's like i know <laughs> anyway um so the what we came up with, um, the best idea we could come up with is having supporters who support the magazine on a monthly basis for like a $25 donation. Okay. Um, and then if they have a business or a product or whatever, then, you know, every once in a while we'll give them, we'll create a free ad for them just for okay. being the supporters of the magazine. Um, but in that collaborative, they're not just supporting, you know, it's, it's, I guess the best way to say it is you're not just supporting the magazine. You're not supporting, supporting my magazine. You're supporting a group, a collective of small business owners who can't afford to pay for advertising. I like that. Uh, so by supporting the magazine, you're kind of supporting every other small business that's involved in there. And in turn, we support you back. Right on. I love that. I think that's a great way to do it. Yeah. Um, so the support um, is going to be via our Buy Me a Coffee page. Okay. Buy Me a Coffee page. And you can find that link too on our Instagram page, I believe. All right. Um, and it's just um breads and threads is uh the the instagram and it's an n right breads um, and th- threads if you go to the buy me a coffee page it's buymeacoffee.com slash breads and like nancy threads okay 
that'll take you directly to our buy me a coffee page. All right. Um, very good. Uh, all right. I like it. I'm excited about all of this. Well, thank you. I've had a ton of fun tonight. I've um, had a ton of fun too. You're always amazing. Uh, Lynette's a joy. Like, I don't know if you guys have gotten this from her, but uh, I mean, I already like you guys, but I think I want to take a trip out to Maryland just to go rub Iggis. I'm telling you, isn't he amazing? He, he just looks right man. now. He looks so flat and fluffy at the same time. <laughs> Dude, he is a sassy man. He uh, he saunters. He stretches oh, he's like. Cat. He reminds me of your 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 uh, your beautiful chi- your beautiful roosters because that's kind of how he acts. He's like he knows he's beautiful. Like he knows it. <laughs> like he knows that he needs to be petted. That he's my kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. He's mm-hmm. he's, he's awesome. Like, you don't even understand how <laughs> you know the value that you have by just being able to look at me. Oh, dude. Myself. We had a, he, had, he was a little peaked the other day and uh, it wasn't the other day. It was like a couple of weeks ago. And Rico was like, where's Ickes? Where's Ickes? And I was like, I don't know. And he, he was in his little uh, house in his uh, t- tree tower and he wasn't feeling well. And I like kind of panicked because like, I wasn't like, I was like, this could get really, I actually, the, the litter that I mentioned earlier in the interview, um, I did lose one of them, uh, big head cornbread. I lost him a lot later in life. He was one year old and well past when it could have been, you know, like me. Um, he had gotten into insulation and I think that's what, what did it. Um, and got Pete, you know, like got sick one day and then, I, I was like, oh, you know, I'll, I'll give it overnight. And then if in the morning he's bad, it, it was a complete, like, that was way too much time. Like, uh, so I couldn't save him. So like that, that moment where my cat was like having an under the weather day, I was kind of like internally panicking because of what happened. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, I hope he didn't eat something that like, this is going to be a whole thing. And am I making the same choice again? But he, he bounced back. I think he just needed you know, he like just a, had a hairball. Yeah, I think he just had a really rough, rough day. I know, isn't he? Such <laughs> he's like the camera's on. He's like my turkey. He's like, come on, man! Like, look at me and his little his little fangs that like peek out. Yeah, my favorite. <laughs> he's he's a really Does he cool have that cat. Too? Yes, um, my yes. son Joshua moved into and then I'll, I'll let you guys finish after this my son joshua moved into his first place and it was like an old old 1970s single trailer right and in there he finds this black cat that the people who had lived there before just left it and the cat was mean as hell he was the meanest cat but he oh, had yeah. this one tooth that stuck out of the side of his face and he looked like a saber-toothed tiger oh, I <laughs> love that. stuck out the one side a snaggle tooth yeah, he ended up naming him Wicked. Aww. Wicked Sylvester. And this, it, it, it was like a frat cat. Like, legit, he was like a frat cat. <laughs> he, he was just wicked bad. He was just wicked. <laughs> he would sit on top of the fridge in the middle of the night and just pounce on people. Oh, oh my God. My cat Toodles couch. used to do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> or he'd hide, like, under couches where he would fit flat. And as soon as somebody would walk by, you better believe those Grab them. get flashed. My cat Toodles would do that shit, man. The he cat was, was pure so evil. Bad. And I remember one time I went over there and I was like, where's Wicked? And Josh was like, I don't know. I haven't found him like two days, but I hear him. He's in here somewhere. And as soon as he said that, all you could hear was the cat. 
finding him behind the dryer, like just standing behind the dryer with all his hair sticking out, and he was like, <laughs> we still can't figure out why he was back there. Yeah, like what was he doing? That's so crazy. It, it was almost like he enjoyed creeping people out. I think so, Maybe. man. Some cats are weird. Maybe some are really weird. My other one, Massey, she, you know, obviously not here right now, but like she's weird as hell, man. She loves to climb door jams and then like bounce off of them, which that's a whole thing that we've had to like have a have a come you know, a talk about. Yeah. And then she climbs <laughs> instead of like, you know, gracefully jumping like Ickis here can like jump from the floor to the top of the door effortlessly. She climbs, she climbs up the blanks here. Yeah, she like, and I'm just like, okay, out. I know you clearly have the power to do a nice <laughs> leap because you'll climb the fucking door jams. I know. And it's, it's I think like, she just is an asshole. It's, yeah. it's flat head, out what I think it is. In her head, she's thinking, I just want Minnie to know that you're not forgetting who I am. Yeah. I feel you in your sleep. I think <laughs> that's what it is. I think that she just, I think she just really likes to do like pull-ups, honestly. <laughs> this cat was was so he was a hot mess and joshua wouldn't sleep with him in the bedroom he's like the door has to be closed and i gotta make sure he's not in here when i go to sleep and i was like why and he's like that can't give me my sleep okay we'll give me my sleep (laughs) but then you know fast forward two years later um he ends up sneaking out of the house and this was funny this cat would sneak out right and go like he would just be gone all day and then he would randomly show up and he always brought back something dead yep and he would get to the back door and I'd hear him out there. Because he also had like a real, literally like he had been smoking for 20 years. Kind of yep, yep. And he would stand at the back door and he, that would, you'd hear him. The dog's like, I hear a cat. What's going on, mom? Sorry, the Dobermans came upstairs and they're fooling around and she doesn't play with them because she's too small but she definitely has opinions about what they're doing um but yeah so he stayed around for that that all that time and he was interesting he was he was an interesting cat but he would bring stuff dead stuff home it was like dude yeah i don't need you to bring me a you know whatever but he would come in with this really proud look on his face like i got this for you look and then he'd dump it on the floor and he would just look at me like look what i brought Look what I did. I'm already making. I'm Aww. not reloading off for you. I brought you food. Well, at least he like all, his little tail would be flipping back and forth. He'd be all excited and yep. like, I he's like, I food. caught this motherfucker trying to get in the Cheerios. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just for you. You know, I got it just for you. But he would bring it from like the field next door or whatever. A dead oh, bird, dead, you know, dead mice, dead rabbit, you know, whatever. He would just bring weird stuff home. Oh, that's and, crazy. But we got used to him being like the creepy weird cat. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> Accidentally, one night he got out and he got hit by a car. Aww. And we found him the next day. And I'm telling you, it killed Joshua to bury that cat. Oh, he man. suffered so much when he had to bury that cat. He was like, that. in a weird way, I'm kind of scared he's going to come back for me. And he's, like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, but at the same time, I'm going to miss that fucker. <laughs> he still talks about him. He's like, man, I miss that bastard. Oh. Cat, but I loved him. Oh, I love that so much. I'm telling yeah. you, animals are perky and they have their own personalities. And some of them, some of them are really sweet. Some of them are just assholes, like Rico was saying. But then you become attached to that and you get used to it. And then when they're gone, you're like, dang, I miss that asshole cat. <laughs> well, like you said, uh, 
a lot of a lot of your life has been a lesson in compassion. So uh like right now sense. It makes I'm having, sense, right? I'm having compassion when I throw in a chunk like the two stupid dogs that are wrestling in the middle of my room. <laughs> well, they're probably saying, Mom, it's time, you know, come play with us, come, come enjoy. So we don't want to keep you too much longer. We've kept you so long already. We've been going for like three hours now. It's Solid awesome. three episodes um, out of this one. Hell yeah, it's man. In, it's eleven fifteen. They know that'll be they home know. in fifteen minutes. So they got fifteen minutes to act foolish. <laughs> before before the it. truck rolls in the driveway and they're like, dang it, fun's over. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> just like, let's get it out now. Because they've I been sleeping it. for hours and then randomly, I don't know, we're right at 15, they show up acting retarded. That's hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, Annette, thank you. This is so awesome. Thank we'll you. definitely, yeah, no, it was really fun. Yep. And, um, uh, we're definitely going to have this be a three-parter. If you have any kind of uh, like cool titles or anything like that, make sure to send them our way. Otherwise, we'll probably send them to at you and be like, hey, what do you think about this? Um, you should name yeah. one part of it. It's about. It's all about Icus. It's all about Icus. <laughs> it's all about Icus. <laughs> I'm, I'm writing it down. It's all about Icus. Isn't it, though? He's in the background <laughs> doing his own thing. Dude. Like, they're he, not even talking to that chick. She's watching me. This guy, he, he dude. Look at you. <laughs> he does demand. He does demand his space. Oh my God. You should see him. You definitely have to meet him because he is the best. <laughs> well, he does have an Instagram page, but this one over here started it and totally didn't keep it up. So you'll have to get onto him, but it's mm. called It Gets the Black. So, because well, he doesn't do of- funny shit a lot. I mean, he does, he but t- like, not when the camera's pointed at him. What kind of personality does Ickes have on Instagram, though? It's like, I might want to that workshop to develop that idea. I'm telling you, (laughs) yes, because Rico has this whole, like, um, personality that he's put on him that is a little bit more dark and less playful than I think Ickes really is. What? I'm telling you, when when Layla did that Instagram for the goats, I was like, what do you write about goats on an Instagram page? And one day I was just curious. I never actually pay attention to that page. She runs it. And I just send a picture of the goats every once in a while or videos or whatever. And there's this picture of monkey and he's looking right at the camera, but he's like dead serious. And all the, all the posts said was selfie game strong. They got 10,000 views or something like that. Oh my God. That's hilarious. Some exciting news, diary listeners. We actually got a wonderful promotional code from Reinventing the Tattoo recently, and we're happy to share this with you. It's 10% off on a subscription to Reinventing the Tattoo. And if you don't know about this wonderful, wonderful service, it's continuing education for working professionals, very geared around tattooers. But I would venture to say that if you are looking to improve your art skills and have regular momentum to your creative creativity and to your own professional education. I can't recommend it enough. One of the prime people that you will be critiqued by and helped with and draw with and all of that good stuff is Guy Atchison. And if you don't know about him, you probably should. He is a very, very pivotal person in our industry. I joined them for for one exercise. I, I did a color study. 
I mean, Rico sat there and, and watched me the other night do mm -hmm. a, a color study exercise with Guy and company, and it was amazing. I was flexing all kinds of muscles. It's just all around if you want to improve your art skills. I can't see a better way than hanging out with a lot of professional artists and seeing the kind of work that they do and the kind of exercises they work on all the time. It's www.reinventingthetattoo.com backslash The Apprenticeship Diaries. So again, that's www.reinventingthetattoo.com backslash The Apprenticeship Diaries. And that's gonna save you 10% on your subscription. Go check it out, folks. Hey everyone, pardon the interruption here. I know this is a weird way to end this uh, podcast with Lynette, but I uh, I ran into a bit of a debacle with, uh, with editing and all of this stuff, but it gave me an amazing opportunity. And since Lynette is a fan of our opening uh, to the podcast, which basically says uh, we're working on refined and we're pretty raw still, uh, I think that she would appreciate this ending as I am taking this opportunity to learn audacity and try to do some editing on my own. So I'm wrapping up this particular interview this way um, and I hope she can appreciate it. Of course, uh, look for her book, Ramblings of a Chicken Lady. Go to breadsandthreads.shop for, for any kinds of uh, knitted wear, baked goods, uh, counseling, coaching, all that good stuff. You'll find Lynette. You can also purchase her book, I believe, through that uh, site. So uh, definitely visit her there. And uh, yeah, so we're going to end it here. And I hope this isn't too awful. But you guys are witnessing the first that I will be trying to audio edit. And uh, yeah, we'll see. All right, yes. good night, you guys. Good night. Child into the shower at yes. some point. It's almost midnight. He's walking. I know, home. I know. We've been, we've been yeah. doing everything, ramblings. <laughs> it's been good. You are a chicken lady. I know. Who, it, we do what that does. Who wrote ramblings of a chicken lady? I'm just saying. I love it. It's always good. Well, have yeah. a great night, my love. Night, night. It was good to finally oh, well, see your know. face, Rico. Yes. Yes. I know, right. <laughs> Now I have a visual. Now I can never go back to that, you know, skinny, weird guy that I had in my head. <laughs> Unless you want to picture him as a younger guy, but no, cool. because I've so got two cool. visuals. He's so cute. So now I got that visual, and then I got the phrase in my head: "Rico está rico." <laughs> so I can't go back to. The I can't go back to the skinny, weird, dorky guy because it doesn't fit anymore. <laughs> no, no, he's stoic and muscular. And there you thick. go. Write that on a post-it and stick it all over your house. Hold up the post-its and they all have to say Rico está rico. And then you can practice it all day long. Rico está rico. All right. I'm going to there try you it. Before you know it, you're rolling the Mars. Thanks for listening. You can find The Apprenticeship Diaries on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Our IG is the underscore apprenticeship underscore diaries. If you would like to offer constructive criticism or an interview, drop us an email at theapprenticeshipdiaries at gmail.com. We, we look, look forward, forward to hearing, hearing from, from our, our listeners. listeners.